0: You're listening to Rock Solid People, a podcast by Max King. The harder the conflict, the more glorious the triumph. Welcome to Rock Solid People. Uh, today I'm joined by the CEO of Ability Tech, Peter Dempsey. Peter, welcome to the podcast. I am excited to hear about Ability Tech. And uh, what it is that you're producing as as in the in the app. But before we get into that, just tell us a bit about yourself and uh, and a bit about your background.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my my background has been uh, quite interesting and um, and quite bumpy along the way. So um, yeah, I I had a stroke when I was a kid. I was only four years old, and that really shocked my family. And because Who's ever heard of a kid having a stroke? But which completely changed our how I learned, how I, I did every um, did things with um the stroke, especially since the originally they thought the the brain was completely fixed, right? But the the doc the best advice that doctors could, could say was like, well, like just making comfortable. Right.
0: Was that is that an expectation that there was going to be a life that was like a short life expectancy was it uh, you know we're not sure how long peter's going to be with us so make him comfortable
1: Yeah 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 well they they I, I couldn't move at that time and um and they um they gave me less than a a few percent chance to live and if I did live I would lose complete um cognitive functioning wouldn't be able to move wouldn't be able to talk things like that so yeah, it was like for, for my parents to hear that um, was just, yeah, um, absolute full on. I pulled through and the first thing I did was I grabbed my mum's hand and like that's when, when she goes, right, he's, 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 um, he's alive. And since my dad was a, an electronic engineer, he completely said, no, I'm not got, like, I am not going to follow that advice um, I'm going to see what he can do. I'm going to I'm going to help him put the energy in, yep, and we'll yep. see what we get back. That's his like that. That was his complete mission uh, at that point. And so, really, my dad and and myself, and since my mum was a nurse, she could read the yep. the uh, medical field. Um, so we helped, like myself, get back. And they had, like, my parents had, like, two more sisters, which also are, like, now um, they've got jobs in the, the healthcare field. And really we moved forward as a family unit, really exploring, like, what I could do, what I couldn't do. My sisters would, would help as amazing as they are now, right? They, they were really frustrating <laughs> sisters <laughs> sisters at, the, at that time. But, yeah, like, well, one of my sisters, when I was in a wheelchair, my sister would sit in front of me, right, and play with my toys and go, <laughs> I've got the car. I've got, right,
0: <coughs> three days,
1: right.
0: It, it was, the was completely nuts,
1: right? It drove me nuts. And, and my parents would come in and, and yeah. they would go, like, don't play there, like, please. Right, you're, you're pissing him off, um, off. And a few days later, right, I, I've found a way to, like, lean, like, out of the <laughs> chair, right, and bit her on the arm. <laughs> And that, that was it, right? So then my my sister like yeah. um screamed and ran to mum, and but a day later, right, I would be out the chair. I would I would Ready be out the chair it. and right. trying to trying to get her, and and she would stand a few <laughs> minutes back, going, oh, "I've got your car, I've got your car, right?" So that's how yeah, right. my sisters helped me move move forward. So. I realized at that time, um, it wasn't what happens to you, it's what you can do about it, right? It's how you interpret it and how you keep moving forward. So, I had a really, really good family unit and I got, uh, I worked out like uh, to, uh, to put myself into pressure or into things that are hard yep. to learn how to do it. And, yeah, I've just really been following it ever since. Um, I went through a normal school, um, went through a normal high school. Uh, I had really, really big challenges there. But, again, uh, it's like like um, steer towards the, the, the hard stuff. And I found my way into mental health. And that time, like, um, neuroplasticity was happening. So that gave me more drive to keep keep following that. And eventually I I wanted to really work out how to talk because I, I couldn't talk for I couldn't talk well um, yeah. through to uh, severe aphasia and just the complexity of talking is is really really hard right so it's really hard to interpret what you say, come up with an answer, say it well, right, and and, um, listen for the response. So all that processing wow, um, wow. I had to learn manually. and um, yeah, so that that took me a good twenty years. and like luckily yeah. now my my sister's a speech pathologist, right so, yeah, and really i've I've just followed that.
0: So you really had to teach yourself how to speak. Yeah. And I mean, that's that's uh, it's something that we all i've I've got a, a three month old daughter, yeah. And you can see that she's starting to try and speak. You know, she's not forming words at the moment. We're waiting for the first one to come out. But um, to be sort of aware and, and, and conscious of that and to try and teach yourself, yeah, that's a, that's a remarkable thing to process and journey to go through. And, and I, I imagine there was a, a steely determination.
1: Well, it was completely frustrating, <laughs> right? Well, fr- <laughs> I, I call that frustration and determination the same thing, right? Yeah, it yeah. just depends on, on your, your viewpoint but yeah to to think of words and not be able to say them, or have you ever had that uh, that feeling when you had the word on the tip of your tongue? Exactly. You're like, yeah, yeah, of course I, I I just can't get to it, right, so imagine that like just hundreds and, and thousands of times a day, and you can't form a sentence wow. and you can't like you you just have it's um a, a mind boggling experience, but
0: Quite a journey, isn't it, from uh, from not being able to speak to teaching yourself to speak to being a public speaker? Yeah, <laughs> you've really taken the <laughs> you run with the gauntlet there. That's quite a remarkable thing. And tell me, you've got ability tech now. We we met down in Adelaide. You were were trialing an app. Yep, uh, I'd li- I want to hear all about it. I think it's still in beta. I was on your website just before we jumped on this podcast. Just tell us a little bit about the company and what it is—the app that you've you've designed and developed. What's what's its
1: purpose? Yeah, yeah. So it's like um, so the the app is going to be next phase of 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 development is um is available to the public in about two months. Great, but yeah, it's really an app to help track uh, the behaviors. So it's there to help tell you the truth. And I found through my experience of um, the last twenty years, of really trying, trying my hardest. It was was about keeping a close eye on the behaviours, right, and really steering towards positive behaviours. And because positive behaviours or helps you move forward faster. So it's a behavioural behavioural tracker. This program, this app, is there to help therapists help, um, support workers help the LACS and NDIS actually understand where you really need help and to fill in the missing gaps because it's extremely frustrating to when, when a therapist or an OT or the IAC right, or the NDIS goes, what's going on? And you really can't remember it because you're like so stressed out uh, or two, you're yeah. extremely yeah. exhausted. And three, you don't really understand where you need that help all right? because you're really trying to deal with the, the problems and the, the challenges at, that time so it's like trying to look back a month you're like where do i start
0: yeah 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 and i think when you look back you know if someone asks you how are you and you're supposed to reflect on a whole 12-month period yeah you know of course you're, you're naturally going to go to your last three four weeks or or that period or you might say oh you know back in december i, I I had a pretty pretty tough month or something. So your app enables a day to day tracking of those behaviors, positive and mm. and, and, and also positive. and then yeah. and then has that as
1: you Yeah, P- positive, negative, as as well as give you a more transparent and more clear idea of what's actually going on. Because the 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 way um, to to move forward, especially for myself, is like I wanted to I wanted it to be tighter. I wanted to, to, like, I really wanted to understand where I needed needed help and I didn't have all the answers. So, if I just mm-hmm. tracked it, that would save me uh, an enormous time down the track yeah. because the single data point would, that that's it, right? The, the single data point would be a clue for therapists down the track, like, might be a month, might be two months and... Each time um, draws, it's like a uh, dropping breadcrumbs along the way. About going, okay, cool. If people can see all the breadcrumbs, then that would help them make a choice and uh, like make a decision about where to where to move forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where
0: to support? And that's and and so you you've been. It's 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 available to the public now. So downloaded from the app store. What uh, what are the next stages? I mean, you, you've you've been testing it for a while. Have you got a cohort of individuals that are on it at the moment and testing the the, the functionality?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got like we've got a number of people on it. A number of people <laughs> love it already. I I had one um, mother <laughs> going the other day. It's like I sleep a lot better. I'm like, what? yeah, right. <laughs> like, okay. Um, how how do you correlate? Like, what, what what's going on? And she's like, well. I've just simply um, put the, the data in and I found out after about a week, I sleep a lot better. I was like, okay. Wow. And I was like, what's, what's going on there? And she's like, um, when I go to bed, I just relax. Because yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. If, you, if you relax and what do you do meeting them before? And she's like, well, I write up the notes. I like write up a few notes of that day. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you're writing the notes down so your brain can relax and go to and go to sleep. And there's a lot of people out there that have um, have notes, have books, book about mm. what's going on. And it's not like it's not uh, in a format that can be like that can be easily interpreted. It's like mm. yeah, three or four books of yeah. It's just
0: yeah yeah and and you know i think it's that that process isn't it of of knowledge that you've you know that you're not losing you know if you've had a good day or a bad day and you've recorded that it gives you a sense of comfort that you've recorded the the the, the you know the the mood that you're in and you know that that will then be be tracked for you know for everybody you know in the future to to have and you can see that you know as you say you can track your points you know good days bad days Mm -hmm. and you can start to correlate them did you sleep well did you not sleep well i mean we've all got sort of watches and trackers and stuff like that but it's it's again it's about the collation
1: of information to a central place yeah yeah. and and, and, keeping yourself like keeping yourself accountable right i mean we we go on our phones like 50 times a day on average right and that's normally to surf social media and it's normally pulling our attention away from our own lives so just by tracking like um by tracking your your family unit which is the most important thing that will help them in the long run um well that will help the family unit in the long run and the the more we can yeah right, the more data will be will be collected and the more the better the decisions or outcomes it will be so it's yeah i've, I've done it the, the really hard way <laughs> And I've actually made this, <laughs> made this for my parents about 30 years ago because I, I realised like just how frustrating and how much time I, I wasted trying to get get through. So yeah, and I'm like, well, if I lived it, I'm around it all the time, and it's like, okay, I, and I help other people with with this stuff now and into the future, and it's like all those three areas I'm I'm Well, on, I'm over, and it's like there. There needs to be an easier way forward. So, through the the coronavirus, I saw like through the pandemic last year, I saw a really good opportunity to make this come alive.
0: No, that's great, and so uh, you've obviously the vision for the company. Are you you hoping to get? Have you got some numbers in your head that you'd like to reach? A million people on the app. What's what's your? uh, (laughs) You know, obviously it's a it's a global it's a global uh, you know app. It's not something that's you know. It's really, it's really cool to see something that's technology-based in the disability space that
1: has a global appeal. Yeah. What, what, uh, what have you set yourself as a target? Mate, like if the, yeah, a million people on the app will be good. Yeah, but it's just like to, just to help out um, and fill in the blanks for, for Adelaide um, and for Melbourne and Sydney, especially out in the Northern Territory, right? Um, yeah. they, they have less resources, um, out there, yeah. right, so I really would like it to impact out there because, yeah, it's it's really, really hard um, struggle. But, yeah, I just would like to um, help as many people as I can, really.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And, look, I, I, I've also noticed on your, um, on your bio on LinkedIn, you're a mentor at Employment, is it Employment SA? Yeah, Employment Options, yeah. Yeah, Employment Options, I'm really excited to hear a little bit more about that and what you do. We think there's a huge opportunity to get people involved in micro businesses or entrepreneurship, yep. and uh, you know, and, and so you're you're actually doing this at the moment. What what, what is your role at at Employment
1: Options? So yeah, at, at Employment Options, it's uh, to to mentor people with disabilities or on the on the NDIS to really yeah start up and explore entrepreneurship since I've, I've done it myself I've, I've gone from one side to the other side being a speaker and, and, and yeah, a mentor and my, my backgrounds in mental health, um, I've really done I've like, yeah. done it the hard ways I've done it yeah I've, I've really done it and I can I'm living proof that anything is possible. So my first mentor, the very first mentor came to me, came back and said like, hey, look, how would you like to help out other people with disabilities do the same thing? Try and start up, start up their own thing and, and really um, impact. And I was like, yeah, I would love to do it. So, I help um, people with disabilities start up or explore entrepreneurship. Yeah, I had about 160 clients. And uh, I really find it absolutely fun. Like the the, the level of resilience, determination, and creativity. Right, um, that's something I like. I see so much more and in in like stronger amounts. Yeah, with like with people that are on the NDIS system, and they don't. Yep. They 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 can't give up. Right. They they don't want to give up, and. Just like seeing that spark, right? That going like, <laughs> I, I, I will do it, right? You just watch me, right? That's something that's, yeah, that's something that encourages me to keep going and to keep pushing forward myself, so.
0: Yeah, look, and, and you know, it's really important. I think we've, we've talked about this as well, sort of one of the things that we, we love exactly that, that, that sense of giving someone genuine independence and genuine control. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're working for yourself and you are in control of your own destiny, and you're making your own luck. If you want it for whatever, yeah, you know, you're you're making stuff happen yourself. Yep. That's a really empowering thing for for anybody, uh, and particularly as you say, if individuals have had to overcome more challenges because of a disability or or, or some other. You know, they, they, it's really cool. I, I'm, I have to say I'm super jealous of the, that. I think it's just an amazing thing to be doing. If, and I've, I've got a question here, which is what are your top three tips? What are your top three tips if someone's about to start an NDIS tech business?
1: A tech business is just the same like anything else, um, like any other business, right? You, you need to there's, – there's a few key, um, key concepts and key strategies that people need to follow in order to, yeah, to do this. Um, and the other, it's the same everywhere. Two, stay in your own lane, right? So I'm really good at, I'm really, really, really good at relationships. I'm really good at interpersonal skills. I don't do anything else. Right? I, I, yeah. I solve problems with, with people. So if like, if someone told me like, oh, there's this problem with the computer, there's like, I, I literally sneeze and computers break. That's like that's, that's my tech. that that's my tech thing. Right? I, I I yeah. Like, please do not get me anywhere near a computer. Like, my I, I have a, have a few friends, and they won't even let me on their computers. Right? Just because I completely I, suck it
0: it's up. Peter, I always. I always joke. I say to my when the robots take over, they're just gonna walk my wife near the computer and they're all gonna short circuit. That's what I always say with her. So it's probably the same with yourself.
1: Yeah. And so I'm not good at that, right? So find like find the, the I, I call them superheroes or I call them geniuses. Find the geniuses that will support you and yeah. and see your yeah. vision. The third thing is about attitude, right? I I don't care about skills, I don't care about or well, as, as much as I say that, I was find your superhero. But the attitude is the main thing that I look for, right? And I, the, the attitudes, I look at like ingredients. You need a few ingredients yeah. in, your, like, um, in your team, right? And just finding the superheroes and having the attitude and they can see the vision and they can see like what's, like um, how big the vision is. That's who you need in your team. And to really just go for it, you can cover like a hell of a lot of ground really, 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 really quickly with the right people, with the right resources that you're staying in your, your area of genius and that will yep. keep everything together. So over this journey, I've really seen my, my skills come, come alive by just keeping the, the, the team together, by letting them do what they need to do. Mm. and and really like um we covered like a, a lot of ground to do this so it's
0: it is important as you say to, to stay in your own lane to to understand what you're good at yeah. focus on that and as you say mix the the right ingredients that can, you know you can bake a cake with yeah. you know as opposed you know yeah that's 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 good and as you say you can't you can't hire or you can't change people's attitudes they come with their attitudes and they need to bring I guess positive contribution. So yeah, great. And if, look, a uh, question for you is uh, if if someone like you're obviously a public speaker, we've I've just going to tap into that. You know, is, do you have a ritual that you go through in terms of your public speaking? Do I'm you richie. imagine a bubble over the crowd, or imagine them all sitting? I don't know, without clothes on, or something crazy like that's, that.
1: that that's <laughs> terrible advice, right? Like, yeah, that's that's terrible. Like people are um, are anxious when they get up there, right? If they imagine the whole crowd naked. Right, and I can I can see why, <laughs> right, Why the like they said that, right? It's like, but yeah, it doesn't really help. the The thing I've got is I, I just breathe out. Uh, I focus on breathing out, um, right? Right, and um, I focus on the first three minutes, right, of of my presentation because biologically your your emotions and your um, heart rate is going to go through the roof. Um, that's with any speaker. Yeah. And then just focus on the first three minutes and find your unique style. Like everyone, everyone has a unique style of presenting. Right? So with me, I'm really an extrovert. I really like bouncing off the crowd. I really ask them questions. Yes, yes. I, I really like, them, and I feed off the, um, the answers they, they give me. And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. Let's, let's go into this. So I, I love doing that. Other speakers are, are really detailed speakers. Um, so they they really get into the nitty-gritty and they really um get into like the numbers and the statistics and things like that. and so that that's them, right? So it's about finding your your style of um of speaking, right that's that's really, really good. And that's another one. and um, under, um I really understand how the brain works. Um, just a few basic strategies of how the brain works and and what's going on will really help you in in speaking. So, yeah,
0: I have to say that first. That first stepping onto stage and when you are first there, and then you, you feel, it's funny because I've done it a few times, not nowhere near as much to you. You feel like you're just in, like you're in the headlights. You're the deer in the headlights, yeah. and as you say, the heart's spiking, the adrenaline's pumping, yeah. and yeah, then once you once you start speaking, and you just get used to yeah, it. Yeah. You know, as you say, through that three minutes, but you know, breathe through it.
1: Yeah, yeah like breathe, breathe out, right? And the your your first impression. Right, they make in a blink of an eye. Right, so if you're trying to act like someone you're not, or if you're trying to puff yourself up, or if you're trying to do like um do anything that's outside your style, right, you, the audiences will be like, who's this guy? Like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, they'll find you out pretty quickly. Yeah,
1: yeah, because we make like we make a snap decision like in a blink of an eye. There's a, a really really good book by Malcolm Gladwell uh, called Blink. Right, um, you should. Definitely have, have a look at that. But yeah, but with, um, yeah, it's just like about focusing on the first few minutes of doing a presentation, know, like, stick in your lane, know your speaking style, and know basically of like but the basics of how the brain works. And with like talking to a crowd, it's about talking to one person, right? One like gluing eyes on one person and then like saying something. So you really impact that person. And then move to another yeah. person. Then move to another person. Then move to another person, and just keep working themselves around the room. And eventually, you, you get a this like this energy of the room that really um, just resonates with you because you're yeah. the one speaking, right? Um, and that's that's good.
0: Yeah, they're here to see it to hear you and what you have to say, which is pretty cool.
1: Totally. totally.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Nice. Um, and as you say, we're making sure you understand the brain. So look, uh, just a final question. It's a big one, though. Sure. So uh, I, I hope you're ready. I've got just. I'm curious as to your thoughts on the NDIS and the future of the NDIS and the disability space. What, what's
1: what's your what's your take? Look, like that is a really big question. <laughs> 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 okay, cool, is- cool, cool. Um, never before has the the government made such a big move as to allow, like, with, with the NDIS, they're actually helping out people with, with disabilities and giving them control of themselves and them. Yep. So, never before has that been done, um, so, like, on such a big scale. Um, there was a few tests in, um, in Sweden and, um, yeah, there was a few tests, right, but there, there was nothing yeah, yeah. like this on such a big scale. And for people with disabilities, they, they, they're actually going, wow, like, this is, this is amazing. And I think the NDIS is just a front runner for the rest of, of the world and to go like, hey, look, mm-hmm. these, these people, the, the, the people need help. And if you give them a, a bit of help, they actually can go a long way. And it's actually like um, people with disabilities have like three or four times the resilience that mm. normal workers have, right? I mean, that's, that's huge for a business. That, that like, and the, the creativity is, is through the roof because we've had to adapt, right? And it's not like um, a nine to five job, nine to five, five o'clock kicks in, we, uh, we go home, right? And we can leave our job right. at work, right? With a, a disability, it's like, no, it's like 24 seven. You need to be creative. You need to solve problems every day. You need to be innovative. You need to be creative. And this, the NDIS, is just a tool to help us live a, an, a, a life um, that's normal, whatever that is. And I, I think it's a really, really good move that the Australian government has made. There's still, a, like, a lot of tweaks.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean I, I agree with you. I concur. You know, uh, uh, to be part of, and you know, I've been working with the NDIs in the NDI space in 2017. Yep. We have been incredibly proud of the work that we've done for our clients, and 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 the the effect that it has, the positive effects that we've seen, the positive changes that it's brought to to people's lives. Yep. Yep. As you say, just to have that control. So instead of being told which speech you did to go to, or to told which which appointment to go and see, they you know, they have the the capacity to choose and, and make those informed choices. And if they don't like something, they change it. And that's really, you know, it's been it's been an incredible um, incredible to sort of, as I say, to now that we've had clients for three or four years, to see the development and changes that have that have been affected. It's 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 quite empowering. And and with
1: with that, right, it's up to the the. Uh, us as like uh, it's up to the participant right and um i I know for myself right that the first plan i had i i never have really been in a position to make my own decisions to have my own own therapists right the the ones that i wanted to see um i I haven't really had that like to make decisions like that i'm like is this legit, right? Like for, for like the first six months, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, cool. Yeah, where's the catch? Yeah, look, where's what, the catch? What's, yeah, <laughs> what's, what's going on here, right? And I've I've not really been in a position like that, right? So, but but to have to have um power to have uh, the the control of going, hey, look, what do you want to do, and what do you want your goals to be, right? That's huge. Yeah. And just like for for someone to um, like one of my clients, he wants to get a bus, right? Like I would I would like to catch public transport. I'm like, that's amazing, right? And yeah, to have the support workers, right, things like that, to help him get on onto a bus, that's that's amazing. Yeah
0: and that, and that's really at the core of it, isn't it? you know to lead an ordinary life that's you know what the n d i s has said is that they've set out to achieve and 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 really, that's what we want. We want everybody in society contributing to the greater good of society to lead ordinary lives and that requires everybody to be included, whether it's children or old people yeah. or you know wherever you're from or
1: you know it, it's it's about an inclusive society so Look, I yeah. and the, the the NDIS like the NDIS system is a game changer, like complete game changer for um for not not only the people with disabilities but like the families, right? um the family support and the the, the greater society. So and mm-hmm. uh, I've been um, working with right, with um the influencers and leadership things like that. If you just give give like us a go, right. What can we do? Right. And there, there's yeah. been so much influence, there's been so much ground, ground covered that it's like it hasn't been there before. So, yeah, it's, it's completely yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, just to wrap up, um, I think you're right. It's an amazing scheme. Just quickly on Ability Tech, what's the is it
1: www.abilitytech.com.au?
0: au, And the app
1: is called Support Report. So it helps support families write, It helps families and therapists write better supports to understand what's what's going on. Write better reports. So, yeah, get better funding, and the funding is in the the areas of support that you need.
0: Yeah, wow. well, congratulations. I think it's wonderful. I, I know that you're testing it at the moment. I, I've, I've put my hand up to, uh, to be part of that test. If you, I don't know if we've got any of our, of our participants using it, but we wish you all the best. It's an amazing journey. I'm, I can't wait to, to, uh, to catch up with you when I'm back down in Adelaide. And thank you very much,
1: Peter Dempsey. Thank you very much. All right, have a good day.
0: I hope you've enjoyed listening to Rock Solo People For more interviews, stay tuned.